I welcome you to Central Moments. As we continue our study through Paul's letter to the Colossian Church, I, I brought a prop today. It's a nail. It's a 2,000-year-old Roman nail from the Middle East that was used to crucify people. And it's kind of a treasure, although it's horrifying to think that this was used to, to pin people to pieces of wood. But this was an old Roman nail. And Paul's going to refer to this nail a nail just like it, the nails that were used to crucify Jesus. And he starts this way. We're in chapter 2 and verse 11. In him, that's in Jesus, you were, now he's going to use some Old Testament language, you were circumcised. That was the covenant sign of belonging to God's people in the Old Testament as a Jewish person. In whom you were also circumcised with a circumcision not performed by human hands. In other words, a spiritual kind of circumcision. Your whole self, ruled by the flesh, was put off or cut away, put off, when you were circumcised in Christ, having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. So he's pulling circumcision in the Old Testament, spiritualizing it, and then using the physical act of baptism to describe it. In other words, Jesus died, was buried, rose again. We follow him when we put our faith in Christ. We die to our old lives, die to the power of sin. Our lives are buried, hidden with Christ. And then we have risen in newness of life, in Jesus' resurrection life. We're born again, we're made new. So we walk that, and then our water baptism speaks of we're put down into the water, dying to the old, under, buried, pulled up out of the water, new life, resurrection. So he, he mixes all of these things together, like uh, that baptism identifies us with Christ today uh, as circumcision was the covenant sign of the Old Testament. And then he goes at it in different words. He's he just attacking that from different angles, and here's where the nail comes in. When you were dead in your sins, the next verse, and in the uncircumcision of your flesh. In other words, your fleshly nature, your sinful nature ruled your life. God made you alive with Christ. So when we were dead in our sins, Jesus made us alive. And then he describes how that happened. He forgave our sins, having canceled the charge of our legal indebtedness which stood against us and condemned us. He has taken it away, nailing it to the cross. Well, what on earth is he saying there? Well, it was customary in ancient times that if you owed a debt to somebody, um, everything you owed would be written down on a sheet of paper or, or parchment or something. And then if the one to whom you owed that debt was going to forgive you that debt. They would take the list of all you owed and they would put a nail through it and nail it to a doorpost. And you were declared no longer in debt. Paul is saying this is what Jesus did for us. Let's look at that verse again. He forgave us our sins, having canceled the charge of our legal indebtedness. I mean, let's start listing all of my sins and your sins. And imagine the long list that that would be. 
And he took all of that, which represents our debt against God, and, uh, and he, he, he took it away, our legal indebtedness, which stood against us and condemned us, because this list doesn't qualify you to be accepted by God. It condemns you. It says, oh, I failed here. I failed there. But he goes on to say, he took it away, nailing it to the cross. So when nails were used, just like this one, to crucify Jesus, in some ways, the list of all your sin and mine was nailed to the cross. And it was taken away. And we are forgiven. And we are free. Don't live as if Jesus never did that for you. Don't live with a lot of false guilt and, but I don't know, I still really blew it. Listen, the debt was nailed to the cross. And on top of that, the power behind sin was put to death. Next verse, having disarmed the powers and authorities, the devil's power himself, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. So the nail not only went through our indebtedness, it went through the very heart of the devil, and his days are numbered, and someday Jesus is going to come again and finish what he started. But today, we pray in Jesus' name. And we rebuke the powers of the authority uh, of darkness. And we, and we, in Jesus' name, receive the forgiveness that he can bring and the new life that he can fill our lives with. This is the beauty. This is the majesty. This is the purity of the gospel. There's no other religious proposition like it anywhere in the world. And there's no one better than Jesus. So, Father, we worship you today and thank you. If any of us are struggling with, with ongoing guilt, we've come to you, we've repented of our sin, we've received the shed blood of Jesus to forgive us. But Lord, we're still, we're still living as if those debts exist, that you're still holding things against us. My God, help us to live in spiritual confidence, not based on us, but based on what you did for us. You nailed our legal indebtedness that condemns us to the cross. Thank you for taking nails that we could be forgiven and free. And thank you for breaking the power of the devil. In Jesus' name, amen.